0: With Clark and Alyssa. (laughs) Hey Alyssa. Where are we? (laughs) What's going on? I put new blankets up in the studio. I
1: know it's disorienting.
0: It's a very (laughs) this coffee. mm, I'm perhaps a bad choice. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like a bird that's trapped in a house that's trying to find its way out. So (laughs) that's me right now. Great. How are you doing?
1: Doing all right. All right. Um, so yeah, this this episode we are talking about chapters thirteen and fourteen.
0: Of Harry Potter and the prisoner of Azkaban. <laughs> Yay.
1: <laughs> whoop, whoop whoop. Oh my gosh. I'm just that as as this keeps going, I'm just getting so excited to watch the movie.
0: Yeah. I'm <laughs> so excited. excited. Too. I'm excited to be able to talk to Adair again. Yes. Because like I she she loves this book so much
1: that she like can't even keep it in anytime yeah. i like talk to her out it comes like oh my gosh prisoner of azkaban am i right and i'm like i don't we were talking about nothing related to that but okay sure every yeah t- every... it's great
0: yeah and every time i listen to slow claps her and dan start talking about harry potter and i'm like la 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 like trying to be like please i know you know that i listen so please don't spoil it and they haven't but i, I think they've come so close
1: it's it's so hard to do. <laughs> it's i i've almost spoiled things yeah
0: for sure i've snape spoiled something in the second chapter we're talking about did you know that
1: snape spoiled something
0: oh yeah i didn't see that in your notes (sighs) about the firebolt oh i'm sorry No, about um mysterious gifts from mr weasley i guess is what i meant to say anyway we'll talk about that in the next chapter
1: I don't even understand what I don't. I, I
0: think I got one step ahead of you. We're
1: gonna need to talk. Mm. Okay. All right. Let's do. So it. Let's get there. Um. So <clears throat> chapter thirteen is Gryffindor versus Ravenclaw. Mm. Another Quidditch chapter. Mm. So uh, in this chapter, Scabbers has disappeared, and Ron and Hermione's friendship is really in jeopardy. Mm-hmm. Um. And then when Gryffindor plays Ravenclaw, Malfoy, Crabbe, and Goyle impersonate Dementors and. Harry casts a Patronus before catching the snitch. And then that night, after a raucous party, Ron wakes the entire tower up, claiming that Sirius Black had just been standing over his bed with a knife.
0: Dude, that's scary. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. This uh, wasn't bad for a Quidditch chapter. First of all, it was short and sweet. Didn't cover too much ground. The
1: Quidditch game did not take long.
0: No. And it was actually pretty interesting. Uh, I like that the Seeker wasn't... I, she was um good at what she did and yeah. she's like i'm gonna follow the guy that seems to always know where the thing is the snitch is so like
1: well and she she proved through skillful flying that yeah having fancy equipment does not make a great seeker yep which i think is it it's important it's important to know as a reader like we've never seen anyone take on someone with a firebolt and yeah. we see someone take on someone with a firebolt and give him a run for his money
0: yeah yeah and she really did and it was nice to see. It was nice to see um, just someone competent. And they didn't make a villain out of her. She wasn't some mean secret that's just gonna knock him up. No, she's competent. She's a good flyer. She's experienced. She's a fourth year. She's a good challenger.
1: Yeah, it's good, to, like to see him respect the opponent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't see that that often.
0: No, and I think that's why this this particular Quidditch chapter worked for me. Which yeah. makes me happy.
1: It also um, was full of Lee Jordan's commentary, which was mostly just ads for the Firebolt, <laughs> which yeah. McGonagall was not a fan of. And I, I'm i trying to understand why. Like, is she annoyed at hearing about the Firebolt? Has she heard a lot of people just bothering her about the Firebolt the whole time? Is she concerned that people are going to think that Gryffindor, if Gryffindor wins, it's because they have an unfair advantage? Hmm. Is she bitter about being wrong about the Firebolt?
0: No, it's not that. Uh, I don't know. I think it's it's probably a combination of, like, the second one where it's, like, people thinking they won because of the Firebolt. Like, some sort of unfair advantage. And I also think it's just kind of a income disparity. Like, don't make everybody feel, like, bad for... You know, it's like he just has this really nice, fancy thing, and it's just really weird to keep talking about how he has this nice, fancy thing that costs so much more than everybody else's. It's just like rubbing it in, almost.
1: I wonder if her eyesight's maybe going, and she actually needs...
0: (laughs) Needs to know what's going on. She
1: needs Lee to tell her what's going on.
0: Do wizards, at her level, not have some sort of fix for that?
1: I mean, she wears glasses.
0: Yeah, but you can rebone it. Like you can regrow an entire bone. Like you have no bone, and now you okay, have a bone. You
1: can regrow bones, but they still wear glasses. <laughs> like they haven't perfected eyesight.
0: Hmm. And
1: ma- and at some point, I mean, wizards still die. Like yeah, they they have not found a way to conquer the human condition.
0: I feel like corneas. Like humans have figured out corneas. Okay.
1: Yeah, we figured out how to transplant them, but yeah you need good ones to transplant
0: yeah and how
1: expensive is that
0: that's true my dad has these really cool contacts that are really neat too
1: and maybe there's like some weird other magic involved with like you know that maybe that's like through healing seers or something and mcgonagall's like that's poppycock could be like
0: none of the uh, the inner
1: eye, the and the outer eye, they're all connected.
0: <laughs> uh huh. I'm sure she's so concerned about the inner eye.
1: Yeah, and she's just sitting here going like, "These people are are frauds." And no, mm. like, mm-hmm. I've I've heard people have luck with it. Whatever. It's it's all placebo.
0: I don't yeah. like. But uh, but a brief plug, real quick, just because I feel like my dad would be sad if I didn't mention this. If any listeners have keratoconus or dry eyes or some other <laughs> really. Weird, bad, incurable eye condition, hit me up on Twitter because there's this really neat organization that can make these really neat contacts and they offer grants that can help you pay for them. So literally save my dad's vision. He's blind.
1: Random plug. Yep. So random. Yep. <laughs> anyway. But seriously. I promise I didn't mean to set that up. <laughs> anytime,
0: anytime eyesight comes up in my family, my dad will start talking about how, you know, he's, he's legally blind, but he, now he has twenty twenty. and it's because these really neat contacts. Did you not know that?
1: No, I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, he has this he has this condition called keratoconus where the front of your eye like kind of gets conical like a, like the front of a football and it kind of makes you go blind and a lot of people get cornea transplants but they don't go well because the eye shape is so weird and this place has kind of a new way to correct it. So, anyway, <laughs>
1: I I would uh Say that this might be a situation because I I wasn't aware of that now. Mm. And these books happened.
0: Oh, this is 20 years ago, yeah. 20 years ago. How about that Facebook thing, by the way? I know this is old news by the time people listen, but that was kind of fun, uh, right? <laughs> I was,
1: I, I like compulsively clicked on Harry Potter things that day. <laughs> yeah, like I could day. not scroll past it. It was like like a good 10 clicks on every yeah. single one. And it was just so satisfying.
0: It was so hard for me not to nerd out at your friends. Who we're like, I can't see it. And I'm like, enable JavaScript. <laughs> I'm like, please go to your browser settings. It's so fun. You have to see it. Uh, I, yeah. I
1: think that it must have been like, yeah, it, it must have been... Like get the app. Well, I don't want the app. Well, how are you a journalist? Yeah. Like, just how?
0: Yeah, seriously. Uh, anyway, whew, that got way off topic. Um so I don't know about the the whole commenting on the firebolt thing. I think she just that you have a job and it's not talking about a product, you know. It'd be kinda of weird if there was a drag race and all they could talk about was well. No, that's, that's kinda a what bad they do example. in drag races. Yeah. <laughs> of all the examples that's the one I picked.
1: In soccer, if they're talking about the cleats or something.
0: <laughs> yeah, golf they're talking about the clubs, you know. Yeah, it's an interesting tidbit, but it's a tidbit. It's, you know, it's yep, new club. Look at that drive. Anyway, on the actual golf.
1: I did see on Pottermore that Harry was one of the first to have the Firebolt, which like really? I knew that he got it early, like he got it in the first year of the Firebolt existing. Yeah. But I sort of figured that more Pros and more like wealthy people would buy them, huh? But on on Pottermore, it says like he is among the first to ever have owned a firebolt, and it's like that's crazy to me. It's just so crazy.
0: That is crazy. Good for him. It was a
1: fun little fact. You never learn that in the book, I don't think. It's just a little Pottermore tidbit for you, huh? That's fun. Um, so before the match, Mm. we see. Ron and Hermione fighting, and Ron yeah. and Hermione fighting, and it's and I mean that's that's just sort of the tone of their relationship for the for the next two chapters at least. Yep.
0: Really, for the rest of, I mean, it's been kind of this whole book. Really. It's been
1: this whole book, but it's gotten bad.
0: It's gotten bad. Like and Ron is being just straight up mean to her at every opportunity, rubbing stuff in, making her like cry. It's like, philosopher's stone level. Yeah, Ron is so unlike. Have I mentioned that Ron is unlikable? And As a character.
1: And Hagrid calls Harry and Ron down to his hut Mm. to scold them about it.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Which, good on him. They need someone to screw their heads back on straight. Yep. I'm not entirely sure it worked. It worked with Harry.
0: Yeah. A little bit. But but... Ron's. And how awkward is that for Hagrid? Because he's like, look, guys, I don't know if you know this, but she's down here, like, a lot. Like, crying a lot. And, like, what's Hagrid gonna do? Like... (laughs) here have some, have some a scone. tea cakes yeah i just feel bad i haggard is so likable though can you imagine all this time he's been worrying about Buckbeak, and he's still just helping like i mean Hermione's helping him too but like man what a what a lover what a good guy that's
1: i i wish i could have seen one of those scenes like i know that you can't mm-hmm. because
0: i want to see fan art of that Yeah, I think it'd be really sweet. Like
1: Hermione showing Hagrid what she found in the library, and then Mm -hmm. Hagrid making her a cup of tea, and like she would probably even have one of his rock cakes just because, like, no one else is giving her anything. And oh my gosh, I just feel so bad for Hermione. You can
0: eat them if you have tea. You know, chip off a little bit, put it in your mouth, put the tea in, kind of soaks. I
1: don't even think you can chip them off. Like, I think you got to put the whole cake in the mug and just let it soak up.
0: (laughs) So it's like a biscotti if they had just baked it one more time. <laughs> if they just really went wild and triple baked them. Ah, biscotti, right?
1: Oh, I love biscotti. Anyway, mm. so um, let's see. What
0: next? Yeah, so, but the Crookshanks and Scabbers thing, I don't see this ending well for Scabbers. I mean...
1: I mean, okay, do you think he's gone? See, this is the thing, like...
0: Even if the book, I, I feel like this is still like a children's book or young adult book at this point. So it'd be kind of weird if they killed off a pet. But at the same time, like, what? Is Scabbers going to live for all seven years? Like, no, <laughs> no. He only, like, they don't live that long. So it's like, Crookshanks? Uh, Scabbers has got to go at some point. So maybe this is it? Maybe. Maybe they'll find him at the end and oh it turns out Scabbers had a bunch of babies. Woo, this girl the whole time and, and now it has babies and now you have rats. Yeah. I mean like that's one way this could end. That, but... that
1: that's the warm fuzzy way.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's like he's oh he's been hiding in a shoebox this whole that, time. That's
1: the suddenly <laughs> ten thousand points to Gryffindor way. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: <laughs> Rolling. Don't get lazy. <laughs> Don't get lazy. Uh yeah, so that's at the end of the day. So rats only live so long. So
1: do you little think little we're little. gonna see him again, or have we seen the last of Scabbers?
0: There's got to be a, there's got to be a payoff. There's got to be some resolution to it. I don't know what it's gonna be, but there's got to be some resolution to it.
1: Is it gonna have any good tied to it?
0: No, but what I'd love is if Scabbers had somehow manufactured a saddle, put it on Crookshanks, and he rides in. At this, like, crucial moment <laughs> the in the battle. magnificent
1: creature.
0: Yeah, it's like, turns out Scabbers riding Crookshanks is actually Harry's Patronus.
1: <laughs> like, he, like, <laughs> brings the sorting hat to Harry on yeah. Crookshanks, <laughs> yeah. and Harry, like, pulls the next weapon out of the hat uh-huh, or something.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> where it's like, Scabbers could be, it could be like one of those shows where it's like, Scabbers is on top of Crookshanks, which is on top of the Phoenix, <laughs> and they're all just like kind of flying together.
1: And turtles all the way down. Turtles all the way down.
0: Mm, good stuff. Uh, so I don't know this whole Crookshanks thing. It, it's this friendship thing is it's so bad though. It's like Ron, man, like.
1: And he he almost like it seems like he hears Hagrid out. Yeah. And it's gonna go okay, and then. Yeah. I don't even know what what else it is. It's it's Crookshanks like. He finds more hairs or something like or Crookshanks jumps on him or something like yeah. it's it's just like the creature breathes in his existence and it's enough to to yeah. throw him off. And, and Hermione's
0: like, noticed that, too, because like she gets really sad and then Crookshanks kind of like jumps up to be like, hey, why are you making my girl sad? And like Ron, like <laughs> almost like recoils and Harry and it says that Hermione sees it and she grabs Crookshanks and like runs off. So that's hard. I mean, what's what can she do? She's right. It's just a cat. But he's also right. Like, if it was an honest mistake and it just kind of happened, at least be like, hey, that's a bad thing that happened. I'm sorry that happened. I wish it hadn't. But... Yeah, I
1: wonder if she actually believes that Crookshanks didn't
0: eat scabbers. I just don't think she has the mental energy for this right now. Yeah, that's true. She's just so... I don't know if she's even had an opinion. I think she just thinks about it and gets overwhelmed and wants to run away. So...
1: Oh, that. Hermione. Yeah. I've been there. Poor thing. You've taken on too much.
0: Way too much. <sighs>
1: there's no no time to actually think about anything. So So they they Gryffindor wins the match and mm-hmm. there's this like giant party.
0: Yeah. I think as soon as like they're on the field and Fred and George are like <laughs> Harry, party, common room, now. <laughs> like, and I'm just like, dang, these guys are ready. Yeah,
1: they have needed a win.
0: Yeah, seriously. To be fair, the last
1: mm. match that they played, they lost, but they they lost in the way that's like the most devastating, which is mm. Dementors coming on and sucking all of their joy out.
0: <laughs> like, kind of hard to beat that like, in terms of disappointing. Any adrenaline Adams. high you
1: might have had ripped from your body.
0: Mm. <laughs> Man, I wonder what the Patronus, like, what that does to a mere mortal, like, Malfoy and stuff. I mean, those guys got oh, They were whooped. Yeah. yeah. Which... Oh, man. Oh, and I think, uh, you know how I was talking about how Harry's Patronus is, like, a white elk thing? And I don't know why I think that. I must have seen some clip from my video, if I'm right. But I think that's what he's, like, chasing in that dream that he had. Right yeah, yeah I was going to
1: ask you, what do you make of the dream? Because it's, like, it's a paragraph. Yeah, yeah. But it's totally like, if it means nothing, it's useless. So it's got to have a purpose.
0: Yeah, I think it's like Harry chasing down his Patronus. I think Patronus are like, obviously, like, the fact that it's getting this much time, I think it's something that's going to be another recurring thing, even though there aren't. um, Well, I don't know if we've seen the end of the Dementors in this book or not something tells me they'll probably be around again because they they're really powerful characters.
1: it's it's probably like the big bad here, and then there are so many of them. That yeah, like, yeah, you will have figured out how to beat them mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean you have eradicated
0: them, yeah, exactly. And it's they're there's too compelling to not use them. And I mean, especially, I don't know about later books, but definitely later in this, in this book, we're going to see like the Dementor's kiss and all that. But anyway, the Patronus, I think it's Harry kind of like seeking it out, figuring out what it is. I think maybe it's something that finds you just as much as you find it, where it's like, you kind of need to, you know, you kind of meet up in the middle and you're like, Oh, Oh, it's you. My Patronus and the Patronus is like, yes, I have been seeking you as well. And it's a elk. And, um, <laughs> and then he hears that, I woo at the end and he's woken up yeah, he hears like this loud like Aroo! which was a werewolf which He's is old. maybe what was standing over Ron's bed maybe
1: no he doesn't hear anything he just he turned a corner into a clearing and and then he hears Ron scream you, you oh
0: that's Ron's scream page is turning that's
1: gotta be Ron's what you thought that you thought that's what a werewolf sounds like what page is that Arg
0: what page is that?
1: 265. Oh, I'm in the wrong chapter. Jeez.
0: I'm a mess. You are a hot mess. mess. <laughs> oh. Arg. Oh, and then it's no. Okay. I didn't actually follow all the letters. I just saw a bunch of A's <laughs> and R's and O's. I didn't actually read that. <laughs> I didn't follow all the letters. There's a difference between not reading and not following all the letters. Is there? Yeah. <laughs> I let my brain autocomplete. To our listeners, weigh in.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not following all the letters. Is that the same as not reading? <laughs> I think so. Your brain, we are nothing but like autocomplete machines when it comes to it's reading. It's not
1: a recognizable word. You have to look through it to
0: read it. I'm not going to look through this utter nonsense of words. <laughs> I see an A and an R and an O, and that's all I need to see. It's a... <laughs> Oh, remind me never to give you a foreign language,
1: anything written in a foreign language, because you're not going to bother. It's not recognizable. So like... <laughs> Too
0: many vowels. <laughs> Pass. You're going
1: you're gonna to come back and be like, yeah, that story about this thing, because you like put together, like you skim skimmed it into English somehow. <laughs> like,
0: no. It's like those things that you read where it's like 85% of people can't read this. And I'm like, it's just backwards. Like who can't read this? <laughs> Like everywhere's backwards. I don't get it. Like this literally reads as fast as normal. I don't get. I don't get. It, 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 everyone can read that, right? Like that's just one of those weird things where it's it's like 85% can't read it and then everybody feels special even though everybody can read it. It's one of those, right? It's
1: communism at work. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know.
1: If everyone's special, no one's special. Exactly. And we wonder why we're a culture of narcissists. Right.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway.
0: I've seriously had someone brag about their IQ based off of, like, an online, like, Facebook IQ who,
1: test. Who even knows their IQ? Like, I who <sighs> bothers to take an IQ <laughs> test i don't
0: know man that's like an act score like somebody it's, breaks about their exam scores and i'm like i literally don't know i don't like good or bad.
1: i'll take like a personality <clears throat> quiz but not an iq test like yeah it's arbitrary man
0: yeah like how especially like the the online iq test that i have seen they're like how many sides are on a pencil and i'm like what what <laughs> like how is this okay mm. it reminds me of that that movie that's coming out the uh the thinning I have
1: not seen this preview.
0: Mm, maybe it's already out, but it's pretty much like society is oh, no, overpopulated. I I yeah. <laughs> like, and so they just like make this plan to yeah, take out all the dumb ones.
1: I have seen this yeah. preview. And I remember thinking, I think I'm getting overdosed on dystopians.
0: Yeah. Hunger Games really started a no, lot of those.
1: It started a lot of those, but then I started reading a lot. Mm. And I think... I read The Road, and it was just so good. Yeah. And then I read Station Eleven, mm-hmm. and then I was like, these <laughs> like are these me? are very different things. The Road is apocalyptic, and, and Station Eleven is also apocalyptic, so maybe it's just apocalyptic stories that yeah. i Have you seen much.
0: Maze Runner? Maze Runner was good, the first one.
1: Ugh. I read The Maze Runner. <laughs> the, the movies were good, but... Yeah. I read it, and I was really disappointed in it.
0: (sighs) Anyway. Cool story. Is that all we have to say about this chapter? What are your favorite quotes? Um, Or do you have more?
1: No, I want to ask you about Sirius Black. Oh, Sirius Black. Because Sirius
0: Black appears at the end of this chapter. It could have been a werewolf. I mean, it howled real loud.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Ron says he sees Sirius Black Mm -hmm. standing over him with a knife. Yeah. Was that what Ron saw? Uh,
0: Dude, part of me wants to think no, just because you woke up in the middle of the night. It's still kind of dark like you you, your brain like i was talking about autocompletes whatever it is that you're start like scared of startled by like it could have been a werewolf it could have been whoever the twist is in this book oh turns out it was actually lupin and lupin's the bad guy like that's how he got in
1: you're so ready for that you're 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 not looking forward to it but you're very
0: ready (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Man, if Lupin, I just want to like someone <laughs> is that so wrong anyway <clears throat> yeah so it could have been anyone I'm sure there's all sorts of things if there is a twist and it's someone we didn't expect then I'm sure we'll look back and be like oh there were clearly hints because it said long scrangly hair oh that's just like Lupin when he comes out of werewolf form uh, I don't know it's, it's it, Snape it's Snape Honestly, though, looking at the book and how far we are in the book, Sirius needs to get in this book somewhere. Where is this get guy? Get in my book. Get in my book and get in this school, I guess. Uh, so, yeah, I'm just going to say, sure, yeah, that's Sirius. Sure, yeah, he saw Sirius. It's weird that he didn't kill him.
1: What was his plan?
0: I don't even know. That's why That's why it doesn't make sense for it to be Sirius, because why would, what? What was Sirius's plan? plan here so part of me wants to say no it's not serious it's some big misconception confusion thing and everybody was wrong and it turns out it was just something else but i don't know if Sirius wanted to kill harry first of all a knife a knife i mean it gets the job done but like you're a wizard man you blow people up like
1: does he have a wand
0: i don't know why not it's probably confiscated well he got out of azkaban i guess Hmm. Um, I don't know. Hmm. Maybe a knife's the way to go. But
1: leave no trace? Yeah. Leave no magical trace. Leave lots of physical evidence though? (laughs) So much physical
0: evidence. (laughs) Was there DNA in the (laughs) nineties? Pretty sure there was DNA in the (laughs) nineties. Do wizards believe in DNA? (laughs) When did CSI come out? (laughs) Yeah, do wizards believe in DNA? Good question. Uh
1: I mean, they they believe in, like, deep biological patterns. Yeah. If you yeah. can regrow bones, that's hacking your DNA. Yeah. Thank you.
0: Thank you.
1: That, oh.
0: <laughs> you get it. You get it. Anyway. uh, So, I don't know. Yes, it was Sirius Black, but what was he doing? No, it wasn't Sirius Black. Was it? I don't know, man. I'm going to waffle on this one. Eh. Eh. Who knows? We'll see. <laughs>
1: I'm so disappointed. I, want
0: to... I know, I know. I wanted
1: you to wanted you to play it out.
0: No, I'm sorry. I just uh, I got nothing for you. Cheer
1: me up. Tell me what your favorite quote is. <laughs>
0: Let's do it. Let's do it. I think it's on 268, right? Uh, Correct. Oh man, I'm gonna. Oh, all the way to the end. <sighs> well, yeah, because it's right after. <laughs> it's the last sentence because McGonagall is so upset. Because someone left a list of the week's password, which I think you were talking about, like, is what happened to Neville's list? And, yeah, I
1: never asked you because I was like, I mean, obviously, it's it's Chekhov's lost list. Yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> like,
0: that's gonna matter. I saw that in the show notes. And I'm like, Oh, well, <laughs> the question, the question answers itself once you ask it. Uh, but I
1: figured you would have noticed it. Did you notice it? The previous? I noticed chapter? it. I just hadn't. Like, Neville lost his his list of passwords. I
0: would have put it together probably at about the same time as this, the reader. (laughs) Like, oh. Oh, yeah, shoot. I remember hearing about that. I saw
1: that and I went, Neville, dang it. Come on,
0: man. Yeah. Uh, But (laughs) which person, she said, McGonagall, that is, her voice shaking, which abysmally foolish person wrote down this week's passwords and left them laying (laughs) around? And then... Here's here's the favorite quote. There was utter silence, broken by the smallest of terrified squeaks. Neville Longbottom, trembling from head to fluffy slippered toes, raised his hand slowly into the air. Oh He would have fluffy man. slippers. Of course he would. <laughs> of course he'd be trembling in his fluffy. Ah, what a what a great little image she set up here. Made me very happy. <clears throat> yeah. R- yeah.
1: Yeah, I want to see that out I'm so excited for the illustrated edition oh, of man. this I, yeah. I still don't have Chamber of Secrets And I really don't have Prisoner of Azkaban I think it's out hmm. But I'm not positive
0: When is it supposed to come out?
1: I said I think it's out, but I'm not oh, positive. Oh, you said you think it out, but so it's not positive. I, I have no idea. Oh, man. I think it's out. I think I've seen it on shelves. I need
0: to figure this out before Christmas. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope they pick a somewhat different illustrator, because whoever did the the chapter art for the next chapter with Severus Snape, that is not what I had in my head at all.
1: Yeah, He looks like Jafar. Yeah, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so what was, your, uh, what was your favorite quote?
1: My, f- my favorite quote? Mm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I had a hard time with this chapter, actually. Um, there are lots of lovely moments, but they're not like overly yeah. pretty. Yeah,
0: totally.
1: Um, but I love the Weasley twins in this <laughs> chapter so much. Uh-huh. So I was torn, uh, but I landed on this one on page two fifty three, um, and it's let's see, they're they're talking about. Oh no, it's not. Sorry, different one. Um, two fifty three. Ron is talking about scabbers and lamenting his loss and mm-hmm. thinking and and he's like remembering the good old days of scabbers <laughs> oh, yeah yeah and and the twins are trying to be like oh come on he's like he's 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 been old and crotchety and dying and like never did anything awesome like
0: mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. and it was probably his time don't worry about it trying to like placate the sadness
0: yeah
1: and and george says all he did was eat and sleep ron you said it yourself ron said he bit goyle for us once <laughs> <laughs> remember harry <laughs> i just love that that's the best part about scabbers was once upon a time he bit
0: goyle <laughs> and then the twins played up, and may that scar on goyle's finger <laughs> forever be a testament his finest
1: hour said fred <laughs> unable to keep a
0: straight face <laughs>
1: Let the scar on Goyle's finger stand as a long lasting tribute to his memory. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. Uh, I just love
1: the Weasley twins they're they're really stepping up like they're getting yeah. more scre- more more play this book I mm-hmm. think than they have in the past, and I'm very much enjoying it. I
0: just wish they had different casting in these movies, except for I mean we'll talk about that in the movie. maybe maybe the twins a little bit more grown up. I'll like them more. who knows,
1: yeah they're still. <clears throat> There are a few characters that have remained separate I think in my mind when I'm mm-hmm. reading versus when I'm watching the movie. But I think the twins are still very much really how I imagined them. Really? Yeah.
0: And I know Hagrid's how I imagine it. Snape's how I imagined him.
1: Yeah, ha- yeah, Hagrid's how I imagine him. Yeah, for sure.
0: Mm. Anyway, on to the next chapter. Chapter... 14. 14. Snape's grudge. Mm. Jafar's grudge.
1: Jafar's grudge.
0: <laughs> what happened in this chapter?
1: Um, Sirius Black has officially escaped. Uh. And Harry wears the invisibility cloak to Hogsmeade and hangs out with Ron. Mm. And while he's there, he uh, sl- slings some mud at Malfoy, Crabbe, and Goyle and his cloaks. Hood falls down and Malfoy sees him so Harry runs back to the, camp- the castle Snape finds him finds the map calls for Lupin Lupin gets him out of trouble but confiscates the map and Buck loses his hearing <sighs> just so like there's I, there's <laughs> no way for me to finesse that and not take more time yeah. it's just like so much stuff and if I left any of it out I was like none of that makes sense none yeah. of it makes sense if I take any part of it out <laughs> so yeah. A lot to unpack here. Um, my first thought when I was reading this chapter was, you know, that, that they re- they raised the question of, like, the one-eyed witch. And Hermione says, like, you should tell someone about that. Mm-hmm. And should they tell someone about the one-eyed witch?
0: I think the right people know you about think? it. I think so.
1: You think Snape knows?
0: I think, well, man, he was certainly acting like it.
1: He was... I feel like he looked like he didn't know. He looked like there's there's a thing here. There's clearly a reason that Harry Potter is hanging out here of yeah. all places. What
0: is it? And he even said that. Like something to the extent of like you're rarely in a place for no reason. And I'm just like, oh, that's a little inside baseball for this book. Like that's, that's pretty self-referential as far as this book goes. I mean...
1: Snape is a suspicious fellow and yeah, and yeah. every time he sees Harry in a weird place he knows that Harry's up to something.
0: Like he's <laughs> usually right. Because yeah. Harry
1: is always up to something. <laughs> Harry the only time he's not is if he's like in the common room doing homework which <coughs> Snape would not find him there. Can
0: we talk about that a little bit? Like okay, so Harry we're, we're kind of meant to take Harry's side a little bit because so much of this book is from his point of view, but Snape brought up some very compelling points. About like Harry leaving the hogsmead by himself and taking the law into his own hands and and, like he kind of used that to like instigate an argument as well. Like, what do you like is should we be rooting for Harry this chapter? Like were you rooting for Harry? No,
1: Harry ticked me off so much this chapter. I'm okay. like, okay, you're gonna. Like I'm with Hermione. Hermione's, Mm -hmm. uh, she's like, I'm gonna tell on you if you go to Hogsmeade. Like that's not safe. It's not smart. Yeah. Sirius Black was just in the common room. Like he was just in your dormitory. He was a bed away. Yeah. And you're gonna play with fire. Like I'm worried about you. And and Harry just throws caution to the wind. He's like, "No, I need a day off. <laughs> I need a break from being Harry Potter." Poor Harry. <laughs> and
0: <laughs> must really suck winning quidditch and having parties and yeah, getting broomsticks. Yeah.
1: It's it's just get over yourself, Mr. entitlement over here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just throw on my invisibility cloak and go wander around Hogsmeade with Ron and mm-hmm. while I'm there, throw mud yeah. Which like, okay, I could maybe get behind like, you're a smart, slippery kid. Like, yeah, you can get out of something if you have an invisibility cloak and you're on alert. Like,
0: but man, just it, getting yourself so wrapped up. But
1: in a, then using the freedom that you have to bully someone else. Yeah. Or to get back at a bully either way to, yeah. to pick a fight.
0: It's it's just slow. It's Which, selfish. I mean, granted,
1: <laughs> I guess they picked the fight. They And he was defending Ron. But yeah. still, like, don't, like, uh, he's, he's acting the way that all of the adults in his life have modeled. hmm hmm But he should know better.
0: Yeah.
1: He has good role <clears throat> models in his life who are starting to show how you deal with antagonists in mm-hmm, your life mm-hmm. and he's not learning from that and it's just so frustrating
0: and then he lied up and down to snape like okay. up and down and then ron lied and then lupin pretty much continued to lie and i'm like don't put lupin in that spot man
1: this is just this is a a, a picture perfect illustration of why when people say like if you could have a superpower what would you have mm-hmm. this is why no one should say invisibility because but, people okay. are jerks when yeah.
0: they're invisible yeah, that's true. Oh man! And speaking of Chekhov's, what there was? Okay, it's one thing to leave a list of passwords, but to leave an invisibility cloak.
1: Oh yeah. So oh, so so how? When are we gonna oh. see it again? And who's who's gonna have it?
0: Well, serious, dude. You think it's gonna be serious, Black? I, it, like, who else is gonna like? No, 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 no. Who's gonna have it? Is Scabbers writing <laughs> Crochance, riding the Phoenix? That's. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> and they're going to hear this cry. And they're going to look up and be like, I don't even see anything. And then the cloak comes off. Do you
1: think Fox needs an invisibility cloak? <laughs> I don't think Fox needs an invisibility it's, uh, cloak. It's
0: pronounced fa- <laughs> faux. "fo." It's French. <laughs> you just. Oh. ha, <laughs> oh, huh, huh. I don't think I need to edit that because it was you just, just skipping some skipping some bells which i am perfectly okay with <laughs> so i'm gonna leave that all you did was skip some bells which you know no um, big deal
1: i don't i don't feel bad for saying it i feel bad for saying it on our clean podcast <laughs> so do you
0: say that there were no foes given <laughs> <laughs> no no fox oh, oh uh,
1: fox. she's Rowling was just asking for it with a name like that. Yeah, I right. mean, really, I'm
0: still I'm keeping the clean tag. Don't worry, anybody. Uh, still a family podcast. So, <laughs> yeah, so that's the invisibility the cloak is um, definitely that that combination of characters. But probably Sirius Black. Who else? Like, who else knows about the passageway? That would you? I mean, see, they're going to be used for good or bad. Probably bad. Sirius needs a way in. <sighs> I don't know.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't think there's going to be any good that comes from that. Yeah. What could especially like? It seems like he forgot about it.
0: He just like doesn't want to go back for it because. Oh, that's right. People he, are still. He's like, like, like no, nope, people are
1: watching him. Yeah. And now that Lupin has the map. Yeah. What's gonna happen there?
0: First of all, Lupin knew that. Uh, that. Oh, what's his name? Filch had it. How did yeah. he know that Filch had it? That's very compelling. And he did know the authors, too. So it could be that he know...
1: The manufacturers. Manufacturers.
0: A what great, a word. yeah, Great
1: word for that. How yeah. do you think he knows the manufacturers?
0: Went to school with them. Right? I mean... What,
1: what do you think the nature of their relationship was? Casual were- observer? Friends? Enemies?
0: Um, Seems like they were friends with each other, and they generally caused mischief. So I'm imagining he was on one side of that (laughs) but he's also very curious about like magic and stuff so i could see him like kind of being friends with them i don't know i i think he's probably friends with them but not inner core if that makes sense they had each other the four of them
1: tangential figured it out probably
0: figured it out and you know maybe they Maybe they were out causing mischief and they found out who he was. And he's like, well, that's cool. I know who you guys are, too. So let's let's agree not to tell anybody anything. All right. And they're like, we're good at that. <laughs> yeah. So it it could be anything. I, I wish um, I wish there were whole books on this sort of thing. Uh,
1: yeah, I I would love
0: books on that. Yeah. So I do want to talk about the um the thing that Snape said to harry not about his father or anything like that that's certainly interesting and we can talk about that but i want to focus on what he said and oh man so many pages flipping page 286 this is not my favorite quote however i just want to talk about it (sighs) so said snape his long nostrils quivering is this another treasured gift from mr weasley Or is it something else? How about that? How about that, Alyssa? What treasured gift has he gotten from Mr. Weasley?
1: Oh, you read that so wrong. (laughs) You read it so wrong. No. A page before, Harry says, Ron gave me these things from Zonko's.
0: Oh, shoot. You're right. You're right. (laughs) Dang it. Dang it, dang it, dang it, dang it, dang it. You're right. I mean... I was really hoping that was some sort of foreshadowing, and I'm just like, dang it, Snape knew. No. You're right though. In context, it's um
1: Was the was that a reread or was that was that, that on was, the first read it stuck out to you?
0: Um first read it stuck out to me.
1: Because Mr. Weasley, and you're just
0: I'm just Ron is not Mr. Weasley, but then I forget that Snape always refers to people by their last name. And
1: so does So do most of the professors. So do all the professors. Yeah. It's it's a very it feels southern. I don't, I, is it does that, feel is southern. Is that British,
0: also? Uh, listeners will have to chime in on that one. Yeah,
1: if if it's, I I don't remember that, but I mean, I I was very much at a when I was in Scotland, it was not. Yeah. The oh. same setup.
0: Well, so there goes that plot line. <laughs> I was really excited because I thought I had seen something, but...
1: I was... Yeah, when you mentioned, like, yeah, the thing, yeah, yeah. and I was, I, genu- uh-huh. I was like, I have no idea what you're <laughs> talking about.
0: I just saw a treasured gift from Mr. Weasley, and I'm like, bing, there it is. Oh, but what
1: if I'm just trolling you really hard right now? <sighs> eh,
0: could be, but whatever. That's okay. I'll I'll let that one slide. Uh, man it's it, it, it's really hard to talk about i'm glad we're not talking about this chapter in order because that doesn't necessarily make sense
1: i want to know so so harry tells snape like i know that you mm. like i i know you didn't like my dad because because my dad saved your life and like no 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 i don't remember when when harry learned that
0: something Dumbledore he said Dumbledore told him Dumbledore
1: told him and I'm trying to remember when I think it was
0: I don't remember either to be honest was it
1: in the hospital wing I think it might have been when he was in the hospital wing at the end of Philosopher's Stone
0: it may have been but because he did sit down and talk to him
1: yeah and otherwise like
0: and he didn't overhear it at the table did he no, when all the professors were talking. That wasn't one of those. Man, they talked about so much stuff that I'm Would just. Like,
1: oh, maybe that might have been it.
0: Yeah. Please hold. through quite a few pages we have no idea (laughs) so i think
1: think it was a i I think it was a harry looks at dumbledore and he's like why does he hate me so much and then dumbledore is like he hate he doesn't hate you he's you're you represent yeah this thing that
0: yeah man snape calls his bluff so fast though man ah Harry just looks like an idiot this whole chapter. And, and I almost feel bad for Snape, even though Snape is being a huge jerk. But, like, he knows Harry's lying boldly to his face about something very important. And he's like, all right, yeah, if you want to lie. And then if you want to lord over me and try to make me feel bad because I almost died. Okay, buddy. Gloves off. And I'm almost like, yeah, go get him, Snape. Harry's being a huge jerkwad. So, Yeah tell him especially like he's like oh is Dumbledore afraid to hurt your feelings and I'm like yeah probably Harry can be sensitive sometimes you know (laughs) he's young he's a kid but still the whole thing what were they going to do to Snape that's what I want to know what was their little prank that was going to kill him (laughs) (laughs) what kind of prank is that is yeah, this, I'm uh, trying to
1: remember what, what Snape, I, I clearly didn't read through this chapter very well the second mm-hmm. time around. Um, the
0: second reading's hard. He said there was a prank that would have led to my untimely death.
1: And then and then James chickened out. Yep. And saved him. Do you think that's what happened? Mm,
0: it's a very unreliable narrator there. It is. Uh, I think it's probably somewhere in the middle.
1: I mean, I could. I mean, look, look at what Harry did to Malfoy.
0: Through mud at him.
1: I mean, it's not, it's not the same <laughs> as like I'm gonna kill you, but like, yeah, like, if a third year, third year Harry mm-hmm. could take whatever advantage he has and use it against someone he really doesn't like.
0: Yeah. Man,
1: we've we've set the tone for someone else. At a similar age.
0: Yeah. Also doing something not that great. Kids are jerks, man. Kids are
1: not the best people. Especially
0: when you put them in houses and pit them against each other for imaginary points that revolve around a sport. Anyway. (laughs) 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 Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, Lupin knows what the map is because he knew the manufacturers. Um, What else?
1: Does Snape... Know the manufacturers? Nah,
0: no. Which is weird because I thought they went to school all around the same time, but I guess I don't know anybody's ages. Because Lupin knew Harry's dad, and he knew Sirius. Which means he knows he's knew Snape. Which means that Snape's grudge towards Lupin may go way back. Uh but I think these worm t- I think these guys may have been like They must have been, like, seniors when everybody else was freshmen or something like that. Like, they were the old students that kind of, like, passed it on to someone. Maybe they passed it on to Lupin. Who knows? Mm -hmm. There's a theory. I like that theory. Yeah. That's kind of (sighs) fun. I don't know, though. Well, I do want to mention, this was during all of our page flipping and stuff so that the listeners didn't hear it. But Dumbledore is still not a character in this book. Apparently. not just uh
1: not a character. Not a
0: character. And Sirius isn't actually a character. When when is are they are they just saving him for the big finale or what's the deal? Oh, bam! Yeah.
1: Suddenly Dumbledore.
0: Suddenly Dumbledore, suddenly Sirius. Uh
1: it, I wouldn't put it past her.
0: Yeah. True.
1: I mean we've we've already gotten sudden suddenly Voldemort. <laughs>
0: That's true. There's just all this weight and importance on Dumbledore. This, this whole book, and I think this is the book where it's just, she's supposed to be like, oh, trust us, Dumbledore's here the whole time, he's mad about the Dementors, remember? He went on the field and yelled at him. You didn't see it, though.
1: Cause... Yeah, and they, they talk about, uh, at the beginning of Gri- Gryffindor versus Ravenclaw, how, like, the Dementors aren't going to come back, Dumbledore would go ballistic. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, he, he's all secondhand.
0: Well, we do see him at the dinner for Christmas. Yeah, but that's... But he's just being silly it. the whole time. There's, like, no actual...
1: It's He's, like, the school principal that you really have no idea if he's yeah. even around. Yeah. Like, what's he doing? That's... What's his job? <laughs> what is it that you do?
0: Come on, Mr. Feeney. What do you mean? You were their teacher in <laughs> elementary school and middle school? And... He is
1: the opposite of I... Feeney. Yeah,
0: he's... Yeah. Feeney's so creepy. Follows him to college. It starts to get weird towards the end. It's like, guys, you can you can let this character go, like, it's all right. Or at least like have him be a mentor. I don't know. It got weird.
1: Yeah, Feeney's like like an old Lupin. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> he's, if
1: Lupin were the headmaster. <laughs> That's what Feeny is.
0: Lupin has some really, like, creeper moments, like, in the last chapter when it's, like, Harry's surrounded by all these, like, oh, loud, cheery people. And then he just kind of hears this voice behind him. Nice Patronus, Harry. <laughs> that's a real nice Patronus. And Harry's like, oh, jeez, what is, uh, uh. I Lupin. don't
1: think that's how Harry reacts to it. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: so cold. He's got everybody just,
1: like, <laughs> celebrating him all around. And he's like, haha. We've got a super secret, super awesome secret. thing. Which, by the way, like everyone should have seen that, right? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, Oops, someone did ask so me about it. He shouldn't be whispering. <laughs> like, <laughs> everyone saw you do a thing, and it worked like extra well because yeah. the thing you were attacking is not.
0: <laughs> it's not actually a dementor. What, yeah. But he said he got like a huge like it said like it was a big thing that blew out and i'm just like
1: hey all we, right, didn't, we didn't even get like what he was thinking of i noticed that no no we, we didn't get like what was your happy thought
0: i think that moment was his happy thought think
1: of a wonderful thought Hmm. any happy little thought oh
0: the voice actor for kermit got fired you see that what yeah he's been kermit for like 27 years and rizzo the rat yeah, I got fired. I don't know why. I
1: have the voice of Kermit as my ringtone. <laughs>
0: you oh, can't do that. I'm so sorry. I should have warned you. He
1: he sings Christmas scat, and it's great. That's amazing. <laughs> it's still Christmas on my phone, mostly because my phone never makes noises. So yeah, it only vibrates. Every, so
0: every time I hear someone's phone ring, I'm like, oh yeah, phones can ring like out loud. Why would you do that? My boss's phone ringtone is a is an elk call. <laughs> of course so it's know. just this loud like Arr-r-r-r-r-r-r-r. like it's nothing bugle. like that but it's this weird elf bugle just a bugle just a bugle and i'm just like that would be so annoying to go off in the middle of the night if you got a phone call
1: um so <clears> bringing <throat> it back around yep to the shrieking shack
0: yeah shrieking shack um
1: so harry and ron are hanging out at the shrieking shack little known place
0: where you can get together
1: that is apparently the most haunted place in britain oh <laughs> <laughs> what what's the story of the shrieking shack <laughs> is it really the most haunted place in britain and if so like who haunts it like sounds like
0: even the ghosts don't like it which is weird because what else would be haunting it if not ghosts what do you think <sighs> real not real Man. folklore It it's fake legend folklore that was rooted in something there may be one ghost that's particularly irritable there's probably like a moaning myrtle type ghost where it's like just one ghost, but it's really annoying about it.
1: Yeah, is it an annoying ghost? Or is it's... it like an actually mean ghost? Or is it like peeves turned vicious? Uh...
0: To me, it's like probably like like the witch in Left 4 Dead games. Where it's like you hear this weeping and this crying. And you go and you see this like girl in a white dress in the corner. And you're like, oh, what's going on? And then ah, it's this big evil thing and it chases you. So it's probably scary, but it could be just really irritating to other ghosts, too, because they're just like, oh, come off at them. Like,
1: oh, I'm sure all the other ghosts are like, yeah, no, like, yeah, just no. This like, why would I do that to myself? Yeah,
0: this person's no fun at parties. They don't want to talk. They just want to freak everybody out. And it's like, OK, we get it. They're scary.
1: Is whatever haunts the Shrieking Shack mm-hmm. invited to nearly headlets Nick's 500th? Oh, party. That'd party
0: really sad if it wasn't because like everybody was there it was like the coolest <laughs> it thing. was the place to be it was the place to be they brought in those 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 people uh <laughs> the headless hunt the headless hunt. there we go uh i i don't know if it was there though it's it seems like whatever it is if the ghosts don't want to be around it you know who's even going to go like deliver the invitation i think they probably just leave it be
1: do you do ghosts have ghost owls
0: i hope so <laughs> what else is gonna make like ghost lightning and kill people uh, <laughs> woo. anyway um
1: so that happens mm. let's mm-hmm. see let's see what else
0: just like there. scraping the floor what else happened in this show
1: well we've gone so out of order that i can't even remember all of it um yeah, yeah. we hey. haven't we haven't talked about
0: buckbeak yeah, Buckbeak. Turns out Hermione's been helping with the case this whole time because she's a good person. She's the best person. She is this book's VIP. M-I-P. Uh M-V-P. <laughs> Hey. <laughs> we made it. Sports ball Sports <laughs> over here. Sports ball. We got it. M-I-P. She does not. M-V-P. <laughs> she's not a minor in possession. Uh, she
1: stuff. might be. Fred and George did find a bunch of butterbeer, and that's, you know, Potentially alcoholic. Yeah, we, we haven't ever no. heard otherwise than this is in Scotland,
0: so <laughs> Yeah. Uh but despite Hermione's best efforts, um Buckbeak has to be executed. <sighs> that's pretty sad. Which
1: Yeah, that's it's just it's just the worst news.
0: It is. It's
1: just and, and I love how like Harry, Harry and Ron get the news. They get the news from Hermione. Yeah. They don't get it necessarily from Hagrid. And when they bump into Hermione, they're immediately defensive. Yeah. Of of she's like, "Have you heard?"
0: And they just want to talk about all the other stuff.
1: Or not. Uh, no, she doesn't even ask. It's it's Ron sees her and she's there waiting for him, mm-hmm. and he says like, "What have you come to gloat?" Yeah. And he's just he's just projecting so much malice on her. That like she has exhibited none of this. She's exhibited pride in her cat and Mm -hmm. like I stand with my cat, but Yeah. And and I mean
0: Ron's the bad guy here. Without a doubt. She
1: has before been very I told you so. So I mean
0: Yeah. Under different
1: circumstances, she might have been like, Well Yeah. You lost the map. I'm glad
0: but, if Hagrid can pick up on the social cues that she's not doing okay and she's overwhelmed and she just needs someone to like care for her, if Hagrid can pick up on that, Ron Hagrid's really has no excuses,
1: very perceptive, yeah, yeah, he is that's how he can take care of
0: animals. <laughs> that's true, oh, Buckbeak, just eating ferrets, I like ferrets, but that's okay. That's the food chain, man. That is. <laughs> I don't is. know what to tell you. Dude, I've been watching so many videos on porcupines. Do you know how talkative porcupines are? They are chatter bugs. They just make so much noise. Have you seen any of these videos? No. Oh, porcupines are great.
1: You fall down very weird YouTube holes. Granted, so do I, but very different. Very different YouTube holes. It's mostly just
0: mammals and, and bugs. Oh, I saw these leaf gutter insects, too. Anyway... Yeah, no,
1: I don't go anywhere near those videos.
0: <laughs> oh, they're so cool. Mine are
1: like literary analyses and book recommendations.
0: Mm, too many vowels. <laughs> book BookTube
1: is my favorite. BookTube part of YouTube. Yes. Huh.
0: Way I, too many vowels. Uh, uh, so, <laughs> so disappointed. Yeah, this whole Hermione thing. And so, but
1: I, I do beat. love that, like she she completely like disregards Ron's rage and is just like the news mm. have you heard the news and just like she is able to put her hurt and whatever anger ron is trying to provoke aside yeah. to say like there is awful news and it's not worth fighting right now i need to i need to share this with you and
0: i really hope this is the cause that rallies them together like because they need to they need to make up they do and I think this is one thing they can all get around where it's like, we all agree, Buckbeak, this thing is bad. Harry and Ron hopefully feel a little bit bad for not helping out.
1: Do you think Ron can really bury the hatchet?
0: He'd better, or I'm just kind of done with him. He's he's running out of redeemable qualities, to be honest, like, at least in this book. And, and I guess I'm just kind of picky. I have it out for him. But, like, he, he needs to do something to get back on my good side much less hermione
1: is ron one of those friends that like you look back in your life and you're like there's a reason we didn't stay friends (laughs) (laughs) yep like we really didn't have much in common we just somehow sat in the same train car
0: yeah i think so which is gonna be weird when it's his brother-in-law but that's okay (laughs) good stuff yeah. yeah, that would be weird. Yeah. So I hope this Buckbeak thing brings everybody together because something needs to. And hopefully it'll at least get them in the same room for long enough that they can have the fight they need to have and work it out and apologize and cry and figure out how Hermione's using the time turn back thing. And then they'll understand, oh, wow, she's been doing a lot of things.
1: Yeah, What do you think the fight they need to have even is? Like what needs to actually be said?
0: a lot of sorry because I feel like
1: a lot of like that's not a fight though sorry is not a fight
0: it's hopefully the end of a productive fight <laughs> hopefully yeah but yeah. these are kids so who knows I don't know
1: like may- maybe Ron' seeing sad hagrid mm. like maybe that that's something that like oh loss of I don't know or may- maybe empathizing with Hagrid over maybe loss of a pet
0: buckbeak. Eight scabbers? That'd be a twist. <laughs> oh Crookshakes didn't need it.
1: Ron turns into a villain Buckbeak. as he roots for <laughs> Buckbeak's death.
0: Yes, die, you murderous thing. Yeah, right.
1: And suddenly Voldemort
0: <laughs> And Buckbeak was Voldemort. Is
1: Ron possessed?
0: Find out all this and more on the next episode. <laughs> Uh, favorite quotes? Yeah, <laughs> like, I think it might be time. We've covered enough ground in this chapter. <laughs> I think, jeez. What's your favorite quote, Clark? Everything was so scattered, man. This whole chapter.
1: But um, I, like, I think this is the one chapter, the one episode that we started that we didn't say so much happened. But this is the one but this chapter is the that one needed where it actually it. so much happened. Oh my gosh. Oh
0: man, but my favorite quote is on page two eighty-six. Uh oh, boy. <laughs> it's just the moment where Snape is trying to figure out all this stuff to do to the map. And he, like, uses these, like, silly spells. Not silly, but, like, he says, reveal your secret. Like,
1: <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty lame. It's yeah. laughable.
0: Yeah, it's not even, like, it's not Latin. It's not weird wizard, re- uh, spectrus revealis, anything like that. <laughs> just reveal your secret. And then he says, but show yourself. <laughs> And then finally, finally, he gets real serious, and he buckles down, and he pulls a Percy right here. We see a little bit of Snape's character. Professor Sneverus Snape, master of this school, commands you to yield the information you conceal. Snape said, hitting the map with his wand. That to me was hilarious. I read that and I'm like It's very Slytherin. Yeah. It's
1: very I am important. Oh man. I have achieved this rank and the world will bow
0: to me. Yep. Yep. It's so funny. I read that and I'm like, okay, buddy. You're clear you're like so far out of your league and you don't even know it. And then to, and then to get the immediate payoff of the people just making fun of him with like specialized comments, which kinda of makes me think that the manufacturers did know him but who knows what this I can't see this thing's brain. Who knows? (laughs) Exactly. Don't trust it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: We didn't think that it really had a brain before, but now it seems like it has four.
0: (laughs) Yep. So there's some powerful, powerful magic in this thing. Like, really? (laughs) Like... I mean,
1: maybe they knew him, or maybe they're just really... Like, it's just really perceptive.
0: I think it's a really perceptive map. I really do. It's just Which incredible. I mean it
1: can tell. It can tell who is where in Hogwarts mm-hmm. and maybe it can tell more.
0: And I think if Snape knew really knew the manufacturers, he would immediately confiscate it and be like, okay, nope, I know who these people like are. These names. And if they if they touch this thing, then no one gets this. I think. So in my yeah. mind Snape didn't know them because he would no way of let anybody keep it.
1: Or maybe, I mean, it's possible he knew them, but didn't actually think that whatever it was would be truly yeah. dangerous. But he calls Lupin in and he says, like, clearly this is a product of dark magic. Yeah. And then he lets Lupin, like, take it. Out the door. Like, <laughs> no worries.
0: <laughs> Problem solved. It's
1: clearly nothing wrong. And, like, Mister I'm amazed finished. that he doesn't run after him and be like, uh uh-uh, uh, not happening yeah. here. Yeah. But he, he lets Lupin just cut and run which is so out of character it was weird it's very weird yeah i don't that to me seems like a real plot hole like this is not behavior that matches like snape had such Severus a snape.
0: he had such like an he was winning this whole argument he was winning 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 and then yeah the map like you have it.
1: nothing but firm ground to stand on yeah and and to have yeah the defense against the dark arts teacher Say, like, ah, it's nothing. Oh, well, problem solved. Time to talk about an essay, boys. See you later, Professor Snape. Yeah,
0: yeah. It was weird. It did feel like they're like, okay, I guess this conversation needed to end somehow. So that's just how they ended
1: it. Yeah, it felt. It didn't feel natural. I needed Lupin to have a better argument and
0: win. Yeah. Even stuff like, I'm going to take this to Filch and then not take it to filch keep it himself or i would have been okay with that i
1: mean clearly he knows what this thing is yeah and clearly he confiscated it yeah so why not just agree with snape like yeah you're right this this seems this seems sketchy i'll 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 take care of it
0: i just think it all comes down to like i think how joanne kind of excused it away is the line of
1: just another zonko product
0: Well, no, it's, uh, when, when it said, uh, when it said, um, Snape is pressing Lupin, it says Lupin continued to stare at the map. Harry had the impression that Lupin was doing some very quick thinking. And then Lupin, Snape said something. And then it said Lupin looked up and by the merest half glance in Harry's direction, warned him not to interrupt. So it's like, Nope, Lupin, this this was well planned out to get out of there quickly, and Lupin's like, all right, I have a plan. I know what this is. I have a plan. I'm going to get us out of here. Just don't. Let me talk. Let me talk. Just,
1: I mean, I get that, like, that was his attempt. Yeah. But it do- I don't buy it that Snape doesn't run yeah. after them. Like, yeah. he needed to win the argument with Snape. I think the problem is, however he would win the argument with Snape, Harry yeah. would have to be punished. And I think Joanne yeah, wanted yeah. to avoid that.
0: We don't have time for Detention, right? Yeah, now. we
1: can't. We can't have another detention. Yeah, and G- the- and 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 to do that, that that turns Lupin sort of away from the taking care of Harry mode. Yeah, and and puts him a little bit too close to McGonagall status of of just just ruler. Yeah, I guess
0: so. Pretty much Lupin pulled a Dumbledore, and. We're just supposed to buy that he and can do that. And
1: yeah, and we're supposed to buy that Snape's not gonna
0: Yeah. Which he wouldn't if it was Dumbledore because he can't because it's Dumbledore, but this time it was Lupin.
1: And the the only way I see it is like Harry's a Gryffindor and so he's not oh, yeah. exactly under Slytherin power. But,
0: but it's, it's not under Lupin's power either. But yeah,
1: that that's that's where like if if it were McGonagall or if Lupin were head of Gryffindor House. Yeah. He has Does authority there.
0: Lupin have a house assignment? I forget. I don't think so. Hmm.
1: I think it's just the four heads of house.
0: But I wonder when he went to Hogwarts, what he was. What do you think? I
1: don't know. Probably, Sword him.
0: Probably Gryffindor. I mean... He's, he's got some Ravenclaw-like qualities. Yeah, he's too interesting. <laughs> Woo.
1: You just haven't met any Ravenclaws yet. Nope. Except for Penelope Clearwater, and she doesn't count.
0: <laughs> she just lost a lot of money in a bet, though. <laughs> what was your favorite quote this chapter?
1: My favorite quote was on page 274. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's... Hagrid is talking to Harry and Ron about, you know, you need to forgive Hermione and let her back in. Mm-hmm. And Ron says, well, if you just... If she'd just get rid of that cat, I'd speak to her again. But she's still sticking up for it. It's a maniac and she won't hear a word against it. And then Hagrid says, Ah, well, people can be a bit stupid about their pets.
0: <laughs>
1: Behind him, Buckbeak spat a-, a few ferret bones into Hagrid's pillow.
0: I had a feeling that would be yours. I read that and I'm like, Yep, yep, that it's is. Got, got crime. me written all over it. Yeah.
1: It's I just love that Hagrid. He's able to see that people are stupid about their pets mm-hmm. and they're they're overly forgiving of their pets, but he's not able to see that that is also him.
0: <laughs> yep, yep, just like a Hagrid.
1: It's 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 just the perfect level of insightful ignorance, I think.
0: Yeah, and it, that felt. The only reason I didn't pick that is because like Joanne just shoveled it in there, just like uh, get it. Because Hagrid doesn't know. <laughs> like, I'm just like, okay, okay, okay. It's it just a little too, like, I feel like she had that, she's wanted Hagrid to say something like this for a while. And she was just so happy that she had, like, the perfect opportunity.
1: I just, I think also that that there there is a hint of Hagrid's aware that he's ridiculous mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in it.
0: Which like, I like.
1: Yeah, I, I like that, like, if you can recognize this in other people, you clearly know that you're your yeah. infatuations with dangerous creatures is yeah. it's people see that as stupid and there's maybe a hint of truth in it <laughs> like yeah yeah there's also like a lot of wonderful qualities of Hagrid loving magical creatures because he is an advocate for creatures that are hunted yeah but
0: well and as two millennials like we're both surrounded like <laughs> there's so many people in our generation that are like we are pet parents that's the type of parents mm-hmm. we are that's the only type of i parents have two nephews
1: be. they are dogs yep
0: <laughs> and i don't know if they use that kind of language 10 20 years ago i kind of doubt it maybe like i'm sure in a joking tone and stuff like that but now it's like nope people are seriously like this is this is their family they have their pets and dogs and that's they talk about it and i'm sure there's you know there's a there's a jokiness to it, but at the same time, it's such a consistent joke that it's like, how much are we really joking about
1: this? Do you this? think that's a byproduct of our growing population and how we're understanding it and our shrinking world as a result of the internet?
0: Thanks for tuning into this episode. <laughs> Let us know what you <laughs> think on know. Twitter.
1: <laughs> we're on Twitter at Pod and on Instagram, Instagram and our gmail is wordstruckpodcast at gmail.com and we would love to hear from all of you also uh we haven't had any any reviews in a while if you're still enjoying this uh (laughs) and you haven't reviewed us yet we would love to hear what you think and yeah and i'd just love to hear from any and all of you just Mm -hmm. to see what you think of our thoughts and and we
0: read it and we think about it and like even when the people are like man i really wish they'd do something different or a different book series and stuff like that we read it and we're like oh that's really good to know like we take that into consideration. So it's like anything, like just let us know what you're thinking. We like it. We are, you're good people out there.
1: Thanks so much for tuning in.
0: Bye. Bye.